Forming the Life of a Franciscan, Part 1, Chapter 4, Personal Prayer. Drawing on our Franciscan tradition, we turn to Bonaventure. The brothers ask Francis to teach them how to pray. When the brothers asked him to teach them to pray, he said, When you pray, pray the Lord's Prayer, as Jesus taught us, and we adore you, O Christ, in all your churches throughout the whole world, and we bless you, for by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. He also taught them to praise God in all and with all creatures, to honor priests with a special reverence, and to believe with certainty and to confess with simplicity the truth of the faith as the Holy Roman Church holds and teaches. They observed the Holy Father's teaching in every detail, and prostrated themselves humbly before every church and crucifix which they were able to see from a distance, praying the formula he had taught them. From Bonaventure, page 551. And again from Bonaventure, Francis's zeal for prayer. Francis, the servant of Christ, aware that while in the body he was away from the Lord, became totally unaware of earthly desires through love of Christ and strove to keep his spirit present to God by praying without ceasing, lest he be without the consolation of the beloved. Prayer was a comfort for the contemplative, even now a citizen with the angels in the heavenly mansions, as he sought with burning desire the beloved from whom only the wall of the flesh separated him. Distrusting his own effort and trusting divine piety, prayer was a fortress to this worker. For in everything he did, he cast his care completely upon the Lord through his perseverance. He firmly claimed that the grace of prayer must be desired above all else by a religious, believing that without it, no one could prosper in God's service. He used whatever means he could to arouse his brothers to be zealous in prayer. For whether walking or sitting, inside or outside, working or resting, he was so focused on prayer that he seemed to have dedicated to it not only whatever was in his heart and body, but also his effort and time. From Bonaventure, page 598. Focusing on our own principles, here is day 14. Tertiaries seek to live in an atmosphere of praise and prayer, we aim to be constantly aware of God's presence so that we may indeed pray without ceasing. Our ever-deepening devotion to the indwelling Christ is a source of strength and joy. It is Christ's love that inspires us to service and strengthens us for sacrifice. And again from our principles, day 16. Tertiaries recognize the power of intercessory prayer for furthering the purposes of God's kingdom, and therefore seek a deepening communion with God in personal devotion, and constantly intercede for the needs of his church and his world. Those of us who have much time at our disposal give prayer a large part in our daily lives. Those of us with less time must not fail to see the importance of prayer and to guard the time we have allotted to it from interruption. Lastly, we are encouraged to avail ourselves of the sacrament of reconciliation through which the burden of past sin and failure is lifted 
and peace and hope restored. Responding to God's call to relationship. Prayer is our response to God's invitation to relationship. It begins with a subtle, even unrecognized desire or ability to see things differently, to reach out to another person or creature, to experience life on a deeper level. For some of us, these yearnings to deepen our life, this sense that there is someone or something much greater than ourselves, something beyond the tangible, begins in the early years. It may appear as curiosity, awe, or wonder, as a tendency to sit and think, or as direct interest in church and or things of the Spirit. For others, this yearning begins later, during midlife or beyond. It may manifest itself slowly or radically with a turn towards something new and inviting. Francis' prayer life began with dreams and visions urging him to abandon his quest for secular glory and to dedicate his life to God. Eventually, prayer became Francis' very breath. He prayed constantly. He prayed prayers of adoration such as, My God and my all. He whispered through the night on his knees, and he waited and listened in the caves and hermitages where he spent much of his time. He wrote prayers and then meditated on them. He said the offices of the church, attended mass, sang and wrote spiritual songs. In short, he lived a life of ceaseless prayer, or as his earliest biographer Thomas of Chilano tells us, not so much praying as becoming totally prayer. Thomas of Chilano, The Remembrance of the Desire of a Soul, page 310. While Francis has shown us that his prayer included a variety of types and methods, prayer cannot be limited to these types and methods and includes all of our thoughts and deeds when they are a response to God. Prayer may be a sudden discovery, an aha moment at work, a late afternoon stroll, or an inspiring encounter with nature. An ongoing conversation with God. A form of prayer that naturally weaves itself throughout our day is colloquy or conversation. It's a wonderful way to be in constant dialogue with God as we move through each day. The fiery Teresa of Avila engaged in constant conversation with God. When she fell in a creek after a hard day, she shouted, After everything else, now this! God, her constant companion, responded with disarming humor, that is how I treat my friends. Well, then no wonder you have so few, cried the furious Teresa. From Martin, page 98. This is a lively form of prayer that keeps our relationship with God on the forefront, right here, right now. It is a good method for remaining centered in Christ and aware of his constant companionship. Personal prayer in our rule, stimulates an ongoing conversation with God, and it goes beyond the communal prayer of the daily office. It is the foundation of our personal rule and requires regular, undisturbed, daily time spent with God in intercession, thanksgiving, and meditation. Through drinking from the spiritual well of prayer, we are nourished and empowered to live fully, 
Through prayer, we experience God's direct love and unique call to us. Therefore, prayer needs to be the priority of our life. In any developing relationship, time spent in intimate conversation and sharing is vital. Prayer is a sharing between lover and beloved, between intimate friends, which means taking regular time to be with our dearest friend, Jesus. Unless we respond to God, we will fail to know God intimately. We will only know someone else's God and someone else's answers, which may be very different from our own. The thought of God's keeping tryst with us is a winsome thought. When we go to pray, God has already come to the meeting place. We are never there first. The great thing to remember is that God, being who he is, is more ready to hear than we to pray, more eager to give than we to receive, more active to find us than we to find him. From Katie, page 489. Christ calls us to come and keep the tryst. We respond with a resounding yes by keeping a set time and place each day for prayer, a time and place that is well guarded from interruptions and distractions. Types of prayer. Classically, the principal types of prayer are adoration, praise, intercession and petition, thanksgiving, penitence, and oblation. We use all these types of prayers simultaneously or separately during our lives, and we may use a variety of methods, Lectio Divina, meditation, contemplation, conversation, mantra, and others to engage in them. To help us, we have many spiritual guides, present and past, to instruct us in these methods of prayer. As Franciscans, we need to give ourselves permission to experience all the types of prayer that God calls forth. First, adoration. Adoration is a profound exchange of love with God. We enter into this type of prayer for one reason only, to love God. It is a time to leave all ulterior motivation aside, to come to God empty of ambition, desires, and needs, and to bask in God's love. This prayer form is often used during meditation, but may be done anywhere. It is a deep and powerful prayer form, which invites us into a state of loving grace. Empowerment, refreshment, and healing often result, making us feel we are being cradled in the Lord's loving arms. Next, praise. Praise is the essence of Franciscan spirituality. Like adoration, praise does not seek anything beyond the pleasure of celebrating God. We praise God because God is, and God loves us passionately and blesses us abundantly. One form of praise is the ejaculatory prayer, a short, sudden utterance like, Praise the Lord, or Thank God. A meditation of praise may use St. Francis, my God and my all, for a mantra. The Psalms, the hymnal, and the Book of Common Prayer are full of hymns of praise, 
and our devotional companion includes prayers of praise attributed to St. Francis for us to use. Third, intercession and petition. St. Francis meant for us to pray daily and for prayer to be the center of our Franciscan way. We are called to intercessory prayer for those who request our prayers and for all elements of creation. Intercession may take many forms, yet all ask that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6.10 Our model is the risen and ascended Jesus, who in full divinity and humanity intercedes for the whole human race before God's throne. When we place our needs and concerns before God, we invite God's activity in our lives and in the lives of others. We can do this in different ways. Arrow prayers are short intercessory prayers that address a specific need as the need and our awareness arises. Lord, comfort the woman just hit, or give guidance and skillful presence to the ambulance. They are sent straight to the heart of God. Intercessory lists are invaluable. They remind us for whom to pray and give focus to our prayers. One list we pray from daily is the directory and intercession list. Keeping a written list helps us to remember the many intercessions we promise to pray. A note-taking app on your smartphone or a simple index card that you carry at all times are practical intercessory tools. Entering a concern is a good time for sending an arrow prayer. Many creative ways to intercede exist. You might offer up a job you have to do or all that you do in a day as ongoing prayer for someone in particular need. You might offer to take on someone's pain or fear and carry it when it becomes too burdensome for that person. Tucking your prayer list into your Bible or prayer book to symbolize an ongoing intercession is another useful method. Participating in the laying on of hands for another at a healing service is a form of intercession. Praying the newspaper, offering intercessions as you read or hear the news is another method. You may be as creative as your imagination will allow. And don't forget to pray for yourself. That is part of intercession too. Next, thanksgiving. For all things give thanks. It is relatively easy to give thanks for the good in our lives, but deep gratitude for hardships and suffering can also bring healing and transformation to times of struggle. God created all things and pronounced them good. Praying that mystery in times of trouble can be powerful. The life of St. Francis is the epitome of a life lived in thanksgiving. Some people have found it helpful to keep a journal of thanksgiving, recording daily the things they are grateful for. Oblation and Meditation Oblation is self-surrender, a giving of oneself fully, body, mind, soul, to God. Oblation prays, all that I am and all that I have is yours, O Lord. Use me to bear your light and love 
in all that I say and do and am. All we do when consciously offered up to God is prayer. When we are able to let go of the distractions of the day and our own concerns, we become more accessible to God's speech to us, to our hearts, and to the workings of the Holy Spirit within and through us. In order for God to get through, we sometimes have to get out of the way. Often it seems to us that we are doing the least when God is doing the most through us and speaking the most clearly to us in prayer. The Devotional Companion contains more information and many resources for personal prayer. Formation is a good time to explore these resources and share thoughts or questions with your Formation Counselor. Later in Formation, you will be asked to revisit this chapter and describe more about your experiences with prayer and the Devotional Companion. We conclude with two sets of questions. The first set of questions. Select one or several of the prayers attributed to St. Francis in the Devotional Companion to use this month. Reflect on your experience of praying as our Founder prayed. What insights, emotions, comforts, or discomforts did you experience? And the second set. Which of the classical types of prayer is easiest or most natural for you? Which is most challenging? Describe your experience with several of the types of prayer.